Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith. We're living life in the Spirit. I hope you are blessed and encouraged today. You know, we're on the road back in the USA, and, uh, you know, with our schedule and travel and things that we're doing, it's not always possible for us to broadcast at the times that we want to broadcast. But I just want to welcome you to the feed today as we just go live. Um, it's always a blessing to take time out to share in the Scriptures and bring an encouraging word. And uh, remember, we have the Zoom call every Sunday morning. It's a time of testimony. It's a time of prayer. It's 8 o'clock East Coast time. So work out your time zone from wherever you are in the world. And I hope you will join with us. If your central time is 7, uh, you know, if you're in the UK, huh, can't remember. Anyway, work it out <laughs> from the East Coast time. Well, welcome. Thanks for being with us. We're going to talk about the attitude uh, the same attitude as Messiah. You know, you will see in the link of this broadcast, we have a link to this month's newsletter. It's part four of um, I'm a Witness series. And I want to encourage you to go through this and learn, uh, you know, the, the key things that we're teaching within this portion of uh, our newsletter. And, you know, some of the scriptures that it opens up with is that if the spirit of him who raised Yeshua from the dead is living in you. He who raised Messiah from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who is living in you. Messiah in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I want you to get into a place today where we recognize just how powerful the Messiah is, just how powerful uh, it is for us to walk in accordance with the will and purpose of Yeshua. Now, there's a scripture I love, and it's uh, you know it's a scripture that we see in Second Samuel, uh, chapter six. And you know I'm going to pray, and then we're going to read this. So listen right now. If you're watching right now, if you're on YouTube, on social media, take a moment, copy the link, share it on your Facebook page, share it wherever. Send someone the link right now. We're going to have some a uh, uh, great time this morning in the scriptures. So. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. Father, we want to live by the Spirit. We don't want to live in the flesh. We want to see your kingdom come and your will done. As we take time in the Scriptures today, I pray that you set our hearts on fire. I pray, Father, that you will equip us just as you equipped the disciples uh, after your resurrection, just as you equipped the apostles, we give you permission to empower us by your Spirit for the work of service to be effective for you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So, like I said, you know, look, let me tell you something. When I came to Yeshua 11 years old, something happened. There was a fire, a fire within my spirit. I don't know about you, but you know, Following Jesus, following Yeshua is not religion, it's relationship. And I want to ask you, what is he saying to you today? Are you receiving his word today? How excited, how charged are we in the presence of a mighty God? Are you charged today in the presence of Yehovah? Are you on fire with his spirit? You know, what a blessing to be in the land of Israel at this time. And, you know, it's not easy uh, having to come out and travel the way we do because there's nothing better than walking around the land of promise, 
proclaiming his word, recognizing in the footsteps of Yeshua, you know, where he spoke these words, you know, to be standing on the shores of the Galilee, proclaiming the words of Yeshua 2,000 years later. And the words uh, have just as much authority today as they did in the days that Yeshua spoke them. But, you know, I want you to get into the attitude, the gratitude attitude. I want you to move into a new dimension today. I want you to capture by the Spirit. What does it mean uh, for Messiah in you? What does it mean that the very Spirit who raised Yeshua from the dead is dwelling, He's living in you? Can we allow Him to function, allow Him to move through our lives to bring transformation? So anyway, Second Samuel chapter 6 and you know, it's a scripture I love because it's about David. And it's when David brings the ark back to Jerusalem. You know, he's he's just become king. He's excited over everything that's taken place. And uh, it says here in verse 20, when, when David returned home to bless his household, Michal, um, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how the king of Israel has uh, distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls and his servants as any vulgar fellow would. David said to Michal, It was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his household when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. I will celebrate before the Lord. This is the choice we have to make this morning. Come on, make a declaration. Shout out loud. You know, we don't have to, you know, just live with Yeshua on the inside. Let that which is on the inside come to the outside. Hallelujah. What are we going to do? We're going to proclaim the name of the Lord. I'll celebrate the Lord. I will, I will become even more undignified than this. You think this is bad? Walking half naked, rejoicing, praising the Lord. I'll become even more undignified than this. Why? It's not about me. It's about who Yeshua is dwelling within me. You know, sometimes self gets so much in the way. Self gets so much in, oh, you know, I can't speak out for you, Yeshua. You might be uh, in school. You might be in university and you've got all these crazy rules and laws and all this leftist mindset and things going on. Listen, you need to become even more undignified than this. What is the attitude of Messiah dwelling within you? Are you willing to pay the price to make a difference for the gospel of the kingdom? What does it take to see those who are suicidal, those who are broken, those who are, are hurting, those who are crying out, God, if you are real, will you save me? What's it going to take to bring the word of the Lord to a broken and desperate generation? It's going to take us becoming even more undignified than this. I'll become even more undignified than this. You think this is bad? Huh? I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But by these slaves girl, girls you spoke of, I will be held in honor. Let me tell you something. When people see the sacrifice, when people see the stand of what it truly means to live the reality of Messiah, you know, you get the religious the religious stuck in their old ways, uh, you know, stuck in, you know, you know, look, you've just got to be right standing before man. You've got to do what is right. Let me tell you something. What was it that caused 
the apostles to lay down their lives for Yeshua. They had the revelation of the risen Messiah. They had the revelation. He is risen. Messiah is risen. We have met with him. We have testified. We, we come here to testify his reality. So what happened to Michal? What happened to her, daughter of Saul's wife? What took place? You know, she had no children to the day of her death. Listen, don't get in the way of the promises of God. Don't get in the way where we are stuck in a place where we will not release the power of God to manifest within our lives, to manifest within our community. Right now, wherever I go, we get on the streets and you know what we find? We find the fields are ripe unto harvest. People need a savior. They're calling out for Yeshua to speak into their life. So, you know, if the spirit of him who raised Yeshua from the dead is living in you, he will raise Messiah from the dead. He will also give, he who raised Messiah from the dead, he will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Take a moment right now. Just take a moment and say, Father, I come before you. And I ask, Father, that you will give life to my mortal body. You'll move me into a whole new dimension of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. Will you use me to minister your truth, to minister your word to a broken generation? Ah, uh, you know, just be honorable before man. You know, you don't need to be undignified. You don't need to uh, act and come on. You know, I'm not telling you to be crazy, stupid. But dance before the Lord. You know, stand before the Lord. Rejoice before His mighty name. So, you know, we want to get to First Peter chapter 4. You know, and you know, this is the verse. I shared a little bit about this on the Sunday Zoom a little bit. And I just want to hit on a few points of encouragement today. I love the moments where we can just go live and, and share a word of encouragement. And thank you for all the feedback we get. I know that this blesses so many people. And like I said, share it with others. So chapter 4 of First Peter, it says, Therefore, since Messiah suffered, you know, what's the therefore? Therefore, you know, every time you need therefore, if you hadn't read what's before, you better go before and have a look what therefore is therefore. And you can go back to verse 8 of chapter 3 and see what the therefore is therefore when it's talking about suffering, when you are doing good, when you're walking in the ways, you know. You know, so you can go back and read that. We're going to press in here. Therefore, since Messiah suffered in his body, arm yourselves with the same attitude. Be armed. And, you know, this is the word of Yehovah. This is the word of the Lord. He's saying, I want you to be armed. Listen, take up the weapons of the warfare to overcome the assignments of the enemy. Devil, you have no authority. You are not going to rule in my life. You're not going to rule in my family. You're not going to rule in my community. We're going to see change in our community. So what do we do when we go to the parks, when we go out giving out letters of hope in the park? The first thing we do is we walk around that park and we say, Father, we thank you that you have called us here for such a time as this. The very place where we put our feet is the land that you will give us. And we say, Hasatan, devil, your time is up right here in this park. You have no authority in this park. 
that, that, uh, that uh, uh, rebellion, if it's violence, if it's rape, if it's suicidal, all those thoughts, all those lies, all those things that you want to put into the people walking in this park, we come against you in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. Hallelujah. We proclaim that this park will be filled with the glory of God. We have the authority to bring an open heaven. We have the authority to bring the change of a mighty God. So what are we going to do? Arm ourselves with the same attitude, right? We recognize what Messiah has done. We recognize, you know what? Maybe we are going to suffer a little for the gospel. Maybe we are going to be undignified. Maybe people will look at us and say, are you crazy? What do you think you're doing? Well, we need to get to that place where we just proclaim it's time for the ark of the Lord, the presence of a mighty God to be dwelling amongst us. It's time for us to come in to that place to witness his glory manifest within our lives. So if that brings us to a place of a little suffering, a little hardship, that's okay. Because what are we going to do? We're going to arm ourselves with the very things that Yeshua suffered, what he went through. Because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. Come on, let's get done with sin. Let's not live to the flesh, but let's live life in the spirit. Verse 2, as, the, as a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for, for evil human desires, but rather for the will of Elohim. So what's the will of God? Many people are disconnected from his will because you've been told, you know, it's just time to get saved, give your life to Yeshua, give your life to Jesus, you know, and then, you know, put them in your backpack, you know, you can carry Yeshua in your backpack everywhere you go. Oh, you can have the fuzzy wuzzies. You can have a good feeling because you've got Christ in you. But guess what? It's more. We've got to be done with the sinful life. We've got to be done with the agendas uh, you know, of the sinful man. We've got to get to that place where we realize, you know what? I make a decision today. He died for me and I'm going to live for him. I'm going to stand in the power of a mighty God. I'm going to stand in that place to witness the glory of God manifest within my life. So how are you going to witness today? Oh, I can't take the gospel to my work. I don't want to take the truth of Yeshua to those around me. Why? It might cost you something. You might suffer. You know, you might lose your job. You know, where are the people who will stand on the promises of God? Do we not believe that God can take care of us? Do we not believe that he who lives in me is greater than he who is in the world? How are we going to see an outpouring of revival in our communities, within our families? How are we going to see an outpouring it's going to take a peculiar people. It's going to take a people that says, I'm done with sin. It's going to take a people that says, I'm going to stand in the promises of Yahovah. You know, we're going to suffer in the body. Yeah, we, we've got to get to that place. I'm done with sin. Hallelujah. And I make a decision for the rest of my life. I'm going to live for the will of God. Hear the word of God. Come on. What pledges are you making before God? You know, are you witnessing the power of God? Are you seeing the dead raised? Are you seeing the sick healed? Are you seeing uh, families restored? Are you seeing the glory of God manifest and show up 
signs and wonders and miracles and the richness of his goodness. Are you experiencing that within your life? Are you experiencing that within your family? What's the Holy Spirit saying? He's saying, I want to pour all this out on you. I want to pour this out <clears throat> on you. But what have we got to do? We've got to say, you know what? I'm not living the earthly life. I'm going to live in the heavenly way. I'm going to live by the will of God. Verse 3, for you've spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They are surprised <clears throat> that you do not join them in their reckless, wild living. Yeah, you know, oh, you're going to be reckless for Yeshua. Well, they had they had no problem with you being reckless in the world. Uh, you know, people around you had no problem when you were reckless in sin. Yeah, wild living. They heap abuse on you. Huh. Well, you're not going to join in with our wild living. Well, come on, let's be wild living for Yeshua. Hallelujah. Verse five. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was preached, even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to Elohim, according to God, in regard to the Spirit. Oh man, hallelujah, takes me to John chapter 3. Don't we get excited around the Word? Are you encouraged today? You know, are you experiencing... Uh, just the presence of God. What does it say when Nicodemus, uh, the teacher of Israel, comes to Yeshua in chapter 3? Yeshua says, Verily, verily, I tell you. You know, he says this four times in this passage. Verily, verily, I've got something important to say. You know, look, you're not walking down the street today and hearing people walk up. Hey, Kenny, verily, verily, I say unto you. No, we don't hear that. But what's Yeshua saying? He's saying, listen, this is very important. No one can enter the kingdom of Elohim unless he's born of water and of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to the Spirit. We are called to be born again of the Spirit. So where are you? Have you surrendered your life to Yeshua, to Jesus? If you have, receive the power of a mighty God. He empowers us to live this life. Hallelujah. They'll have to give an account. Okay, verse 7. The end of all things is there. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Listen, we've got to be a people who know how to fast and how to pray and how to press in. The body of Messiah is hurting. The body of Messiah is not armed. You know, they, ha they are not in that place where they're recognizing you know, that we have to have the same attitude as Yeshua. Are you ready today? Are you equipped today? Are you ready for what's before you? You know, if you're listening to this message later, that's great. Are you ready right now? Whatever time of day, whatever time zone you are in, are we ready? Are we ready? Are we sober-minded? Are we living in the place of prayer? Will you get up that little bit earlier in the morning and get in the presence of God? Father, I need you. I need you to minister into my life. Why? The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and sober-minded so that we may pray. Above all, love each other deeply.
because love covers over a multitude of sins. Stop being offended with other believers and find a way to love. Find a way to, to, to bless. Listen, when the devil causes unity to be broken, you know, who loses out? You know, Mikhail, uh, she lost out when she spoke out against David. She lost out. Oh, listen, you're going to be barren. You're not going to have any children if that's how you speak to the man of God who, who will dance before the Lord and rejoice before him because of the goodness. We need to bring the Ark of the Covenant, the very presence of God and what it represents to a broken generation. So if you're a spiritual leader today, I want to encourage you. You know, listen, you can talk about the wow factor of what you do in the building. But I want to ask you, what are you doing in the streets? What are you doing in the community? Because it's not about what goes on in the building. Yes, we need the teaching. We need the equipping in the building. I'm not saying it doesn't have its place. But our balance should be more about how we train and equip people to minister the gospel of the kingdom in the highways and the byways. Hallelujah. Above all, love each other deeply. Now, it doesn't just say love each other. It says the word deeply. Deeply. You know, love covers over a multitude of sin. Think about that for a second. You know, who are you offended with? Who, who are you saying, I'm not fellowshipping with them. I'm not going to walk with them. I'm not going to talk with them. You don't know how much you hurt me. Well, where's the love of God in your life? You got the love of God in your life? Then you will be able to cover over a multitude of sins. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, you've got to go deeper in the love of God. You've got to go deeper. Come on, dive in. Go deeper in his love. Then in verse 9, uh, I'm reading in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9, if you just join in. 1 Peter chapter 4, 9. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. You know, listen, what's it basically saying? When you offer hospitality, listen, you know, you might have to change your schedule. You might have to change what you thought you were going to do today, what you thought you were going to do this evening. You know, things might have to change. Why? Because hospitality is a way that the Father knows how to interrupt us, interrupt our time, interrupt our schedule. He knows how to... <laughs> get to that place. Why? Where he brings us into fellowship with others for such a time as this. So, you know, there's sacrifices we have to make. You know, I live life in the Spirit and I travel. I don't know where I'm going half the time. I just want to be led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit says, go, go to this place, go. And you know what I witness? I witness the hospitality of the body of Messiah, divine appointments, holy assignments, People changing their schedule because the Holy Spirit is moving. Hospitality. I thank the Father and all those who offer me hospitality as I travel. Because I know sometimes it's a huge sacrifice. You know, having me around is a huge sacrifice. Hallelujah. Osp offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Hallelujah. Each of you should use whatever gift he has received to serve others as faithful stewards of Elohim's grace in its various forms. I love this. You know, what gifts have you got to serve others? The first four commandments is all about how we relate to our heavenly father. The last six commandments of the 10 is how we relate to each other. Come on, 
What gifts have we got? Take a moment and ask yourself, how am I serving the body of Messiah? Am I really serving the needs of others? Am I ministering to the broken? Am I really reaching out there? Man, I'm fired up today. I can't wait. Listen, I'm heading south down the East Coast. You know, I can't wait to what the Holy Spirit has got in store. I want to connect with you. If you're in, in my path all the way down to Florida, wherever I am, if you're in my path, Richmond, Virginia, um, going down to North Carolina, the Charlotte area, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're in my path, send me a message. Say, hi. I want to offer hospitality. Maybe we sit down and have a meal. Maybe we just get together for a time of prayer. You might be working. You know what? I'll come and pray with you for 10 minutes. Let's see what the Holy Spirit has in store. There's a sacrifice to hospitality. There's a sacrifice to being in place. Verse 11. If anyone speaks, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. You know, this is... If we meet, I want to meet in the presence of God. I want to meet surrounded by Him, not surrounded by the flesh. Let's speak the very words of God. What's the word of the Lord for us today? The word of the Lord is arm yourself with the same attitude as Messiah. Come on, the spirit of Him who raised Messiah from the dead, He's living in you. He's living in me. Hallelujah. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength Elohim provides so that in all things Elohim may be praised through Yeshua the Messiah. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Can you see how excited Peter is right now? You know, this is Peter. Who's Peter? He's the one. He's the one who denied Messiah. He's the one who wept bitterly. He's the one who was broken. Well, who was that geezer back there in, in Samuel that became even more undignified? And listen, what step do I have to go to to praise my God? It was David. You know, David was a murderer. He was an adulteress. He did things that were wrong. He was broken, but he had a heart after God. Do we have a heart after God? Are we going to pay that price to bring forth his truth and his love? Verse 12, dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come to you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. Come on, you know, what does this mean? This means, oh, someone says, listen, why are you going through what you're going through? Uh, you don't have to go through that. Oh, that looks like a, a strange ordeal. Something strange is happening to you. Just be normal. Just be like a normal believer, you know. But there's fiery ordeals of the enemy. They've come to test you. It's strange things that are happening to you. But what does it say in 13? Rejoice. And here's my favorite word. Inasmuch. You know, come on. How many of us walk in conversation? Inasmuch. Inasmuch. We don't use that word, but I love what it says. But rejoice inasmuch. What is dwelling within us? Hallelujah. In as much as you participate in the sufferings of Messiah, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Think about this for a second. In as much as you participate, will you dive in? Come on. I'm calling on you right now as your brother. I'm calling on you. Don't be on the sidelines in your faith. Don't be on the sidelines in your walk. Dive in. And as much as you 
participate. I'm rejoicing in the calling. I'm rejoicing in the gifts. I want to serve you, God, with all of my heart, with all of my soul. I want to bring your revelation, your transforming power to a broken generation. But not just to the broken generation. I want to equip the body of Messiah. I want the fire that's dwelling within me. I want the fire of God to be contagious in your heart, in your life. And as much as I participate in the sufferings of Messiah, so that you may be overjoyed with the glory that's revealed. What does it mean? It doesn't mean that you may have joy. Rejoice, rejoice. What was David doing? He's rejoicing. The Ark of the Covenant is coming to Jerusalem. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the presence of God. You know, when they went out for battle, they took the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God. Let the presence of God go with you. Are you walking in the steps of God? Are you walking in the ways of God? Is the Ark of the Covenant going before you? The presence of God, the tangible presence of who He is, is coming back into Jerusalem. And I'm prophesying right now. God's going to pour out His heart in the land of Israel. Jerusalem's going to have a mighty revival. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. We're going to see such an outpouring in the Middle East. It's going to be so incredible. And I want to tell you something. You know, don't tell me you're walking in the roots of the faith. You're walking in the feasts of God and you don't pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Come on. What is wrong with you? Why do we need the glory of God to be revealed in the land of Israel? Because it will be the most powerful testimony that the world has ever seen. So what is this about overjoyed? It's not just joy. Oh, you know, I'm participating in the sufferings of Messiah. You know, the same spirit who raised Messiah from the dead, he's living in you. He who raised Messiah from the dead will give life to your mortal body. I can see right now the Holy Spirit ministering his life to people right now. Oh yeah, you're watching. Some comments are coming up. They're saying, I need this. I need this deep down spiritually. Thanks, P. That's awesome. Hallelujah. This is what it's about. Let the Word of God penetrate to the depths of your heart. Do you want to get to that place where you're overjoyed? You know, uh, you know what are we talking about here? This is not just joyed. Oh, you know, God's going to joy you. You're just going to be joyed. You're just going to have some joy. No, <laughs> that's not what it says. When the glory of God is revealed, you will be overjoyed. That's Your cup is filled and overflowing. It's overflowing, overjoyed. Praise the name of Yeshua. Why are you going to be overjoyed? Because the glory of God will be revealed. You step out and do what God's called you to do, and you watch the glory of God manifest. That's what we see. When the broken are set free, when lives are transformed, when people are changed, we see the glory of God being revealed. So why do you leave your family? Why do you leave your home? Why do you live in uh, a trailer? You know, <laughs> why, why do you travel? Why, you know, what is this with this inconvenience and getting out there and, and the price? Why? Because I want to see the glory of God revealed. Because when you look in the hearts, into the eyes of the brokenhearted. What about the numerous people who I've ministered to on the, on, the, on the verge of suicide, who've received the letter of hope, who've come and had prayer in our prayer tents, in the parks, in the car parks, wherever we are. 
when you look into the rise and you see the brokenness. What about the other day in New York when the people just came in the tent? Four people just came and broke down into tears. Overjoyed. Overjoyed. Why? Because the glory of God is being revealed. Are you ready for the glory of God to be revealed within your life? I'm not just ready for me to be overjoyed. I'm ready for the people who I'm around, the people who I'm fellowshipping with, that they will experience the glory, the manifest power of Almighty God. This is the hour. This is the day. If you're insulted because of the name of Messiah, you're blessed for the spirit of glory, for the spirit of glory and of Elohim rests on you. If you're blessed, if you're insulted because of the name of Messiah, you know, I want to identify with Jesus. I want to identify with Yeshua. I don't want to identify with the things of this world. Come on, people. Rise up. You ready for the fire today? You know, why am I doing this this morning? I, I've got to get this word out. It's, it's, it's burning up on the inside of me. God says, you've got to get this word out. And I'm saying, Father, when's the timing? How do I get this word out? There we had Shabbat. I couldn't even get the word out on Shabbat. There was just so much going on in, in fellowship and, and, and connections and ministry and so much happening, prayer. And, you know, I couldn't get the word out. But, you know, yesterday I'm like, is this the time to get the word out? And, you know, it's not time to get the word out this morning as I'm up and I'm praying and interceding. Is it time to get the word out? The Holy Spirit says, yeah, get the word out. Bring people to the place where we have the same attitude as Messiah. I want to be clothed in his righteousness today. And that's his promise to you. You are going to witness the supernatural manifest power of a mighty God today. Are you ready for that? So what do you need? Healing? Come on, lift your hands right now. Let the Holy Spirit move. Are you ready? Some people are going to be baptized with the, the Holy Spirit with fire right now. If you're sick in your body, place your hands on the part of your body where you're sick. Father, I speak supernatural healing. I say cancer, go in Yeshua's name. Tumors shrivel up and die in the name of Yeshua. That spirit of anxiety, I break it off you right now in the name of Yeshua. That spirit of fear, you come off right now in Yeshua's name. Do you feel like you're bound by the enemy? Then you just call on the name of Yeshua. Call on the name of Jesus right now. Jesus set me free. Yeshua set me free right here, right now. I choose to serve you. I'm not going to serve the purposes and the will of God, but I'm going to serve the purposes of God. Father, for those who need to receive power from on high, listen, you can't be a witness until you receive power from on high. Are you ready to receive today? Then just lift your hands before him right now. Father, will you... Will you overflow in the hearts of your people right now? Fill them with your spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Receive the fire of God right now in Yeshua's name. May you be empowered. May you be consumed by the awesomeness of a mighty God. May you be overjoyed today, overflowing because of the glory of God because of his goodness. Come on, call on his name.
You know, what do you need to pray for today? Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Stand in the gap for your children. Come on. Stand in the gap. Intercede. Prayer. Prayer is powerful. Our main meetings should be all about prayer. That's why on our Zoom call, it's about testimonies and prayer. It's not about teaching. It's about being in that place of prayer. Listen, you know, I'm looking at what time it is. We're getting there on time. You know, where are we here? Verse 15. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a believer, as a believer, do not be ashamed, but praise Elohim that you bear his name. Oh, oh, oh man, man, I'm getting excited now. I don't know about you, but something's happening on the inside of, of me. What We bear his name. You have the oil of the Lord dwelling within you. You bear his, oh, Father, we have the name of Yeshua dwelling within us. I'm born again of the Spirit. I'm born again of the Spirit. I bear his name. I don't want to be known as a murderer, a thief, a criminal, a meddler. I want to be known as one who suffers for the purposes and will of a mighty God. I bear his name. For it is time for judgment to begin in Elohim's house. Oh boy. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of Elohim? As it's written, it's hard for the righteous to be saved. What will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Huh. If it's hard for the righteous, what's going to happen to the ungodly? You know, what did we see from Saul's daughter? David, calm down. You know, you're the king. You should be respectful. You know, everyone should be like, oh, yes. You know, you're, you're, you're crossing all, all your T's. You've you got all your dots in place. Yes, you're, you're very dignified. And what's David's response? I'm going to praise. I bear his name. <laughs> You've got a problem with what I'm doing right now, dancing before the Lord? I'll become even more undignified than this. You've got a problem with this? Listen, when those religious spirits come up and they start attacking you and they start telling you, you know, stop it. You don't have to preach the gospel. You don't have to be spat on for the name of Jesus, Yeshua. You know, stop being persecuted. You don't have to do that. Just become dignified. <laughs> I've become even more undignified than this. I don't need a five-star hotel. I just need to, you know, just get me out of the rain from time to time. You know, what, whatever it takes, suffer, pay the price. Why? Because someone's waiting on the other side of your obedience. Come on, speak up. Don't apologize for what the Spirit of God is doing within your life, but walk in the authority of a mighty God. Verse 19. Come on, you got your Bible? 1 Peter chapter 4. That's where we're reading, verse 19. So then, so then, what are you talking about, so then? <laughs> Why? Because we have armed ourselves with the same attitude of Messiah. So then, those who suffer according to Elohim's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. Those who suffer, come on, are you reading this with me? According to Elohim's will, should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue 
to do good. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. Can you see the miraculous power of God? It's available for you and I right now. Come on. Continue. Commit. I love these words. You know, arm yourself. Submit to God. Commit your ways before the Creator. Be faithful. Continue to do good. Oh, what's Peter saying? He says, I'm compelling you. Come on, will you walk for God? Don't be afraid of the suffering. Don't be afraid of those who speak against you because you're on fire, because you're speaking forth the word of God. But let the flames of a mighty God, let the power of a mighty God flow through you. Be overjoyed because his glory is being revealed. Let me tell you something. I don't know about you right now, but I'm telling you the glory of God is here. He is being revealed. He's being revealed in my life right now. He's empowered me. He's equipping me. I can't wait to see what's before us for this day. I'm charged up in the Spirit. I'm I found myself in the place of prayer. I found myself before a mighty God. This is the hour for us to be everything that God has commanded us to be. So let's get our life in order. Come on. Let's be right standing before God. God, I can't do it. Maybe you need to repent right now. God, I've messed up. I've, my, my, my life is a joke when, it, when, I, when I look at Scripture. <clears throat> is that where you are today? Well, guess what? You're exactly what the Holy Spirit is looking for. He's looking for people who recognize, I'm a sinner, I'm broken. I don't know how to do this. Listen, I don't know how to do this. I just know how to get up and get in the presence of God and say, here I am. Here I am. God, I need you. I'm broken. <laughs> I'm a crackpot. <laughs> I fail you so many times, but Father, can you just take these pieces? Can you breathe life into my heart? Can you empower me by the Holy Spirit? Hear the word of the Lord. He's saying, yes. Yes, I will. Yes, I can. I am able. Why? Because the Spirit who raised Yeshua from the dead, He's living in you. Are you getting the message yet? Are you receiving the message yet? Have you got the same attitude of Messiah when you face the trials that this world flows at you? He raised Messiah from the dead. He will also give life to your mortal body. That's why, you know what, body, you come in line. Sickness, you can't stay on me. I'm going to be fit and healthy for the purpose and the will of God. I'm going to walk in His healing. Why? Because the Spirit of Messiah is living in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Listen, on the link you'll see to the I'm a Witness series, part four, Christ in me. Come on, go, go to page, yeah, page five and just look at all the scriptures we outlined there to encourage you. Understand that you are uh, in a marriage covenant with a mighty God. Anyway, listen, I appreciate you taking time out of your day today to hang out with me in the scriptures, to be encouraged. If this word is charging you up, if this word is speaking to you, take time and share it with someone. Take time and say, you know what? You need to hear this word. We need to be a people of power, a people of praise that will move through this land by the Spirit. 
giving glory to his name. So I'm going to take off driving in a little bit, you know, in an hour. Divine appointments, holy assignments. I don't know what the Father has in store for this day, but Holy Spirit, will you bring glory? <laughs> will we be overjoyed today? Father, for those who are watching, for those who are listening, let them be overjoyed with the steps that they take. Do you feel burdened? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel just the weight of the world? Then be free right now in Yeshua's name. Receive the richness and the fullness of a mighty God. Oh, you know me. I can preach. I can preach all day. I can preach all night. Why? Because there's so much of this within. Let's be a people of God, a people of praise. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message. And I want to tell you, listen, I'm not playing around here. I'm not in America to play around. I'm not trying to build my kingdom. I want to see his kingdom come, his will and done, his will being done. I want to ask you, will you pray? Will you stand with us? with what we do. We're going to establish a mission agency. We're going to release tens of thousands of people to be effective in evangelism and sharing their faith. And I need you. We need each other. Don't, don't give up with hospitality. Don't give up with sacrificing for the needs of the saints so that we can be equipped. I want to pour my life into your life so you can be equipped to be a better witness. But I want you to pray. I want you to say, you know what? I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to, I'm going, going to commit to uh, uh, be one who will stand in the gap that the glory of God will be revealed, that we truly will be overjoyed. Thanks for watching. Be blessed in Yeshua. If this is blessed, you take time. If you're on YouTube, just put the thumbs up there and uh, let us know that you are watching. Share this message with people. Come on on your social media. Get the message out there. We need the living word of God and the fire of God to be released within our communities. Hallelujah. So until next time, shalom, shalom.